from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I don't know how to feel about this story. Bears for the person who owns this phone or... Um, upset at the person who found this lost phone. Oh. And what they did. Oh, no. None uh-huh. of these. Someone found a lost phone at a ski resort in Australia. Okay. And they wanted to get the phone back to the owner. So they took a photo of the front of the phone, back of the phone. But when they flipped over the phone to look at the front, mm-hmm. the phone was unlocked. Because I guess the person had used it recently, just went down the ski slope, <sighs> phone fell out of the pocket. Okay. Open on the screen Yeah. was a list of eight life goals that this person has. So rude. So the person who so found rude. the phone so rude. screen grabbed all that or took a photo of it and then posted it online. Yeah. And some of them are like, um, like normal, right? Like okay. quit nicotine, yeah. have $25,000 in the bank. <laughs> yeah. Person said, uh, get good grades in college. Yeah. Have a motorcycle. Get, yeah. get jacked and be 191 pounds. That was actually number one on their list. Get jacked and be 191? Uh-huh. Nice. Right? Good, good goal. goal. And then you get uh, goal number six, seven, and eight. Okay. Number six, get better at fighting. <laughs> Come on. Oh, so sad. Oh. Number seven. So rude. Yeah. Have Three girls on the roster. Oh, oh no. no, dude. Oh, no. And number eight, yeah. don't get a haircut for three months. <laughs> Why not? Come on. We don't know. Oh, wow. If you a- plan on not doing something, you don't need to put it on your goal list. Uh-huh. Like, oh, friendly right? reminder, don't get your haircut. No, I disagree. I think you have to put it on there so that you remember not to do it. How would you, rem- like... No, because when it comes time for you to normally get your haircut, just don't go get your haircut. You just don't go get your haircut. <laughs> or like, if you just want to grow out your hair, you know you just want to grow your hair. You, growing your hair is the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to get a haircut, you don't have to write a reminder in your uh-huh. phone, don't get a haircut. Yeah, you literally do nothing. Like, are you accidentally, frequently almost getting a haircut? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Damn, it happened again. Oh, I'm at the barbershop. How many girls did you want on the roster? Three. Three? Not till he's 191. Damn. Damn. But yeah, so somebody found someone That's else's so rude. phone. Oh, and when God. they looked at the phone, it was unlocked. And yeah. on there it had a list of goals. I've never done that. I've never sat around and written out a list of goals before. Like a vision board no, or anything no. like that? No, I never, board. no, I never did any of that Get stuff. Get jacked and be 191. Yeah. Quit all nicotine. Have 25K in a bank, in the bank account. Motorcycle. Get good grades in college. Get better at fighting. Have three girls on the roster. And finally, don't get a haircut for three months. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Aaron, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Aaron texted in, Roz. Mm-hmm. 
Hey guys, I'm just checking in to see if Ross is okay. He seems particularly crusty since coming back from the holidays. Oh. <laughs> Girl, what do oh you mean? No. This is every day. No, I, I think that I think you're completely mistaken. Um, because this is me in my natural state. What you heard before holidays was me looking forward to holidays. That makes sense. Now I'm just back to normal. <laughs> Make try, sense? Try living with it that. It does make sense. I try working with it every day, right, Mocha? Yeah. What the hell, man? <laughs> 14 years. I, I almost. Like, why am I getting ragged on today? I was in a great mood. <laughs> Were you though? You no, know, but <laughs> sorry. Let me. Can I? Re, can I redo that? I was pretending to be in a great mood. <laughs> um. I was it was only out of concern. There was meant no meant for shade. I just thought that something seemed off since you were back. God, out of concern. You can get away with yeah, anything yeah. if you say it's out of concern. Do you, you want could, to call every day at the same time? You could talk. <laughs> Good one. You could talk about my weight and just be like, I'm just concerned. <laughs> it's still going to ruin my day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was there anything uh, in particular that stood out on the show this week, Aaron, that uh, was cause for this concern? The Fix My Life mm-hmm. about the woman calling in about the bridesmaid or the, the dress. You kind of were a little harsh. Do you remember that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to go back and listen to it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I was, okay, I'll tell you now. I was in a great mood and now I'm not. Now I'm back to being in a horrible mood again. I'm sorry I ruined your day. Well. So back to normal, I just Aaron. add you to the list. Maury ruined my day earlier. <laughs> this sounds Mocha like ruined my day. day. Shem's ruined my day twice already today. <laughs> I'm in good company. Yeah, you are. Yeah, it's what fine. What does family do when you're in a rotten mood every day? Like, do they poke you or something? What do you mean rotten mood every day? My, fam- my family's never... My family rarely says that I'm in a rot. <laughs> what do they do so we could do that here? And leave them alone, I guess. Yeah, man. They they do what normal people do, which is they ignore me. See, I wasn't ignoring you. I was checking in on you. Because okay. she is concerned. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate your concern. But don't you know from listening to this show, anytime somebody comments on my mood, all it does is ruin my mood. I do, I do, but I didn't anticipate this conversation, so I thought I was safe. Mm, no. <laughs> no. Aaron, love you lots. Thanks for the concern. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for calling. This is amazing. Have a great day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I'm trying to figure out this would you rather question. Hold on oh, here. Yeah. Give me a second. Oh, I don't think it's meant to be dirty. <laughs> Why'd you, so ask, why'd you say it like oh, no, that? I, I said it like I'm excited for a Would You Rather. No, you didn't. It came out no, wrong. you didn't. No, you didn't. Or you is it should it, be like, oh, right. No, stop. Just, I don't need you to say anything. Especially, oh, yes. I don't need you to do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. My headphones are turned up very loud. That sounds like very oh, weird yeah. to me. Stop it. Okay, go. Give me a second. Don't tell me what to do. Now I'm not doing it. So what? We're just going to No, sit? stop. I, I, listen, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Okay? I just chill, man. Can you chill? Just please, chill. I don't know what's the matter with you today. Thank you. Okay. Thank- oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
No, so the question was, would you, hold on, let me read this. Would you rather be famous and respected after you die or just kind of successful while you're alive? Oh, I know what they're asking. So it's like Van Gogh, right? So when Van Gogh was alive, I think he sold like one painting his whole life. And then after he died, he's considered to be like one of the greatest. So like Warhol. So... No, Warhol was super famous when he was alive. But his paintings never sold well until very, after he died. That's, I, I just gave the example. Yes. But I literally just gave the example. <laughs> Jesus. I just gave the example. What's wrong with two I examples? I don't need you to give an example. Give it too late. Remember when somebody said, like I was getting, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maury, yeah. just chill for a second. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. you will. Ha- I'm going to ask you the, the, the question. Mm-hmm. Going to ask you. Mm-hmm. So the question was: Would you rather keep <laughs> minor success while you're alive, but then be forgotten, mm-hmm. or achieve no success until you're gone, but be remembered as a legend for hundreds of years? Oh, that's, that's easy. the question. That's easy. Which oh. would you take? I'd rather have minor success while I'm alive and then be forgotten. No way. No, Maury? What? What does it matter when you're dead? What does that matter? But then everyone will talk about you forever. You're legendary. You You, won't know. (laughs) You will reap no benefits from it at all. Like like if, if you did something while you were alive that after you died went on to make billions of dollars you would see nothing of it and neither would your family. But when you're alive you're only a little bit known. Oh my god! I'm really surprised by you, Maury. I don't know if I've ever. So you'd rather be super famous whilst alive? No, I never said super famous whilst alive. (laughs) Whilst, don't say whilst. (laughs) You know, (laughs) said the word wrong (laughs) when I was writing. When I was writing my when I was writing my book, I uh, you have to send chapters off to the to editors and all that stuff, and uh, and every now and then they would sneak a whilst in, and it got it got to the point where I read to write like a letter, being like, guys, I'm I can't continue to just remove all the whilst, (laughs) right? I'm like I'm like I'm not a whilst guy, (laughs) and if that's what I'm remembered for, so be it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Cindy, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. We understand that you have a question aimed at Roz today. I do, actually. This is a question from my husband. He was curious if uh, you are going to be wearing a traditional Indian outfit to your wedding. Wait, what? <laughs> he, he thinks that you're Indian. He thinks you're a light-skinned Indian guy. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Roz Weston, <laughs> the Indian guy? Okay. So your husband thinks I'm light-skinned Indian? Yes, he does. He's convinced. I have tried to steer him otherwise to say, no, he's a white guy from Austin. I even Googled you, and unfortunately, your heritage doesn't come up when I Google you. So <laughs> No, no, but what about he Google thinks, images? You can clearly convinced. see he's a white guy. I know, but he thinks because of the beard and the hair that... He's like, no, he looks like a Bollywood star. You know, you don't don't, don't think I could pass for light-skinned Indian? You know what? Actually, now that you mention it, Cindy, (laughs) yes, you really, really could. Tell your husband yes. 
Okay, I'll tell it. Wait, but... Find pictures, make sure you post them. But has he not seen, like, our commercials or advertising? Like the, I, I think the he's posters? basing this on having seen me. Huh. I think he's convinced. Now, and what, Weston's a stage everything. name? Yep. Yep, yep. Fake name. Fake name. Weston. Fake name. Yeah, I went with the most white bread name I could find. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? Right? Have you ever asked him what he thinks Raza's real last name is then? No, I haven't. Oh. <laughs> we haven't got to. Like that. West Denver? <laughs> I get told all the time by Indians that Raz is a very popular Indian name. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is, actually. Yeah, yeah very popular. <laughs> so maybe maybe that's it. Maybe like Rajit? No, just Raz. And oh. it, it means something. They always tell me what it means, and I don't remember. <laughs> um, also the Guyanese in you, bro. Is it? Yeah. 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 Look at me. I'm light skinned. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, but I do tan. Like when I tan, I go like almost purple, right? Uh-huh. Like my, my the way my complexion is. And I, I get like, I get people like thinking that I'm. Like either when I was younger, people would think that I was like Mexican or Puerto Rican or oh, yeah. or anything like that, or like Italian, yeah. like those like that. those deep Southern Italians. I would get that a lot. So, Cindy, tell your husband, yes, Ross will be wearing a yeah, traditional Indian outfit to his wedding. I would not besmirch my heritage by not dressing <laughs> traditional to my heritage. Hey. Thank That's you, Cindy. Have a beautiful no day problem. today. All right. Thank you. You too. The Ros and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let's talk about something Roz is very passionate about, talks oh, about all the time on please. the show. Your favorite subject, Roz. Yes. Uh, ghosts. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. If you listen to the Roz and Mocha show long enough, you know that Roz is the one always bringing up ghosts. Mm-hmm. Big believer. I know, my gosh. Stop talking about Shut ghosts. Up, all I know. Of you. We're too always much. like, Roz, yeah. enough with the ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, it's really too much. <laughs> Thank you guys. Texting right? us all the time. Stop yeah. it. Interesting facts about ghosts. Oh, Another ghost meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you guys checked out this new paranormal show? Okay, stop. All right. Like enough. Stop. In a new survey, 30% of people said that they'd be willing to live with a ghost as long as it was friendly. Makes sense. And 20% of people would live in a home where a murder has taken place. No. I couldn't live in a house. A murder if, house? Yeah, if I knew a murder happened. You couldn't? Never. Really? Nope. Not because of ghosts or anything. But it's just, I don't know, it's too, that's saw, too much. Yeah. That's After I much. saw a one-legged dead guy naked, I could, I almost had, I had to move. I, uh, I've been, I've been hanging on to a secret. Oh. Like a secret. tell. A secret that. What? That like will change a lot of things in my world that I have not said at all. Like, to anybody in the world? Anybody like, in the world, I haven't said anything. So, your wife, your daughter? Especially not Catherine. Because Catherine, much like you, big ghost believer. Huge. Are you about to tell us you are a ghost? No. <laughs> I got a DM about two years ago uh-huh. from the guy who used to own our house. Yeah. Okay. Found out somehow that I lived there. I don't know how he found out. DMs me and is like, hey, you know, uh, you bought the house for me like, I don't know, eight, 17 years ago, whatever it was. 
And I was like, yeah. And then he, uh, like a day later, he wrote me back and he's like, let me ask you a question. You ever see anything weird in the house? No. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, weird like what? And he's like, I don't know. Like, do you ever just like hear things or see things that are odd in the house? And I wrote him back, no. And then I never wrote him back again. What? Well, we need so, to know more. But did he write back? No, I didn't. I didn't. I stopped communication because did you block. No, I didn't block. He goes, "Hey, Roz, uh, I'm the guy you bought the house from." Quick slash weird question: Did you and your brother, because I lived with my brother, ever have the feeling that the place was sort of haunted? I know it sounds crazy. If no, just ignore this. If yes, I'd be happy to share my experience. And then you never replied. I never replied. Oh my gosh, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I never replied. And then he wrote me a whole bunch more times and I'm only just reading them now. Oh, what else did he I'm say? Not I'm not saying that on the radio. Okay. Well, now that the information is out there, yeah. you're going to get questioned about this by Catherine when yeah. you get home. Oh, I know. I know. I shouldn't have said this. You I really, I, I've screwed. I've ruined my marriage already. Yeah. Right? Uh, Keeping oh, secrets. God. How long ghosts. is it? Can you get an annulment? <laughs> Listen, man, shut up. Right? Shut so then up. it's like, because isn't there like a grace period? Right? An you get an annulment, and then so then it's like not on the records as I being think married. It's like returning bedding. No, you have 30 it's days. not like returning bedding. Also, who returns bedding? Yeah. <laughs> That's so <laughs> gross and weird. I want to go back to this real quick. Yeah. A uh, new survey. 30% of people said that they'd be willing to live with a ghost as long as it was friendly. 20% of people would live in a home where a murder has taken place. Yeah. So David Mori took the same question to the people on the streets to find out if they would, A, live in a house with a ghost mm -hmm. or if they would live in a house where they knew a murder had taken place. All right, what would it take for you to live with a ghost? Actually, not that much. I think ghosts are pretty cool, but I would love them to be a sports fan. It would be nice to be able to watch TV, but Come they on. would know that once the game is over that they have to leave. And if I have guests over, like I'm hosting, I would not allow them around them. I don't want to freak out my friends. I would say if... I was living with a ghost. If they had the same personality as me and they brought me a beer or something like that once in a while, I would be totally fine with it. Rolled me some marijuana, you know, that'd be really amazing. Oh, wow. And we would definitely get along, man. All right, what about you? What kind of ghost would it take for you to live with them? She or he would have to have some rules. They cannot elevate my bed when it's just me in it. <laughs> so it'd be okay to elevate the bed if you were in there with a guy? Sure, yes, that would be okay, because then they, we would have that rule in place. But they can't do it when it's just me at home. Would you live in a house knowing that a murder took place there? No. F*** it. I don't want to live somewhere where somebody got killed. Thank to you. To me, it's gross. Yeah. I like true crime. I don't want to live in there. Same. Mm, not my thing. Would you live in a house where a murder has taken place? 100%. <laughs> um, I'm not really scared of it. Uh, I feel like people murder people everywhere. Wow. So it's okay if it's in my home. And what would it take for you to live with a ghost? Geez. Okay, I'd Very live with a ghost if it was pretty friendly. And I don't like when, like, you know, like, people pass through you and you get the shivers. I wouldn't want it to do that to me. But if it kind of stayed around me, I'd dig that. Okay, 20% of people would live in a home where a murder has taken place. Would you live in a home where a murder has taken place? Probably not, man. Uh, yeah, I don't enjoy ghosts. I don't want any crazy shit happening. No, I don't. 
I'm good for that. I'm yeah. good on that, man. I'm good, I'm good on that. Uh-huh. Even if they cleaned up the body and all the blood? Hey, I mean, are you going to give me a discount on the property or what? What are we talking about here? At least 30%. At least. What would it take for you to live with a ghost? It's got to be a very friendly ghost. I mean, making sandwiches, cleaning up, taking care of all the chores. Other than that, hey, I don't want them. I don't want them. What about all the scaring stuff? Keep it, keep it PG and we're good. Nothing too crazy. You can scare me a bit, but nothing too crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you all right alicia what is your fml what's going on my new boss is very inappropriate uh you wrote us this hey Roz and mocha fix my life uh my new uh, a new exec in the office is toxic dropping n-bombs and bullying what? and is just horrible not yeah, sure if it's on. worth my mental health. Um, okay, so that sounds crazy. Yeah, that's every day. I'm like, this is real life right now. <laughs> so does anybody else in the office feel like obviously know what's going on? They have to. Yeah. And what, yeah. Is, what are Every, other people saying? Everybody's aware. I mean, everybody's aware and uh, it's, it's the real estate industry. So it's kind of, you know lawless a little bit but uh, yeah. everyone's aware of it and there's just been like zero repercussions so before um, getting this promotion did the person who gave the promotion know about this individual's behavior and language obviously didn't start when he started in the new role exactly and this is like a 60 year old grown man so i mean this is yeah so- i believe that the that the when they were brought on they didn't know that he was this toxic. They didn't know that he was a racist. So hold on a second and, here. Was this yeah. was this a promotion or is this a new hire? New hire. New hire. New hire oh, brought, okay. Yes, completely. Yeah, yeah. New hire brought on about uh, three months ago. Right. Okay. So they they wouldn't have known this unless they right, they right. did their due diligence, and I'm sure the last place would have told them exactly what was going on. But like you yes. said, the real estate in- industry is crazy and sort yes. sort of sketchy. Yeah. Um, and very yeah, very sketchy. So has anyone tried to bring it up with a boss? So boss was um, talked to privately, we were told. And then the following, get this, following day um, sits us down and says, hi, team, uh, uh, in person. He's a hi, team. I just want to say um, uh, apparently apparently there was a story that uh, and maybe offended some of you. So just wanted to kind of, you know, get that off, like clear the waters. Like, okay, it wasn't, wasn't the story, sir. It was the racial slurs. But did anyone yeah, bring up should, during that meeting, did anyone bring up to this exec, it's actually your language? Yes, I did. And, oh. and I think that's, too, why I have the target on me from, from this guy. So what did he say um, to you when you said that? Um, <laughs> that we all need to be a little more professional around here and watch what we say, maybe. Isn't There has to be somebody you can call, though. Like, if you have a boss that is bullying and racist and like is there not a play like i don't know who you call in that situation like you legit can- what i'm thinking who like what's the next step because you like, know clearly like, like the real really estate board there. or something like the real estate board and like maybe they take his license away or i mean yeah. i don't know if this is like everybody just seems in 2023 to go straight to the human rights commission but yeah, yeah. that to me seems like you know a little bit of a of, of a reach um, but like, yeah. can you not go to the, cause I know like the, the real estate board is, you know, they're real prickly yeah, about certain things, right? 
for sure. Yeah. The I, thing is, I mean, it's kind of like a like a how much do you say? How much? Like, I mean, before this, love my job. Still love my job. Like, it's been great. I've had zero issues in the three years I've been there. And, you know, the last three months with this guy, it's just been like, oh, my God, is this really going to be the, you know, the tip of the iceberg? That's just like I can't deal anymore. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could call a lawyer as well. Yeah. You know, call an employment lawyer and, you know, yeah. see what see what uh, they can do. Because I, I think that if you started going down the, the, the sort of lawyer route, um, they would sort it out real quick. And do, yeah. you, do you work for like an independent company or do you work for like one of the big ones, like a Remax or something like that? You don't have it's to say like the name team. of it. What's it's that? It's like a team, right? Yeah. So it's okay. like, it's like, yeah, they're, I mean, they're under the branch of one of the big guys, but then it's like a team on their own. So it's right. kind of even more lawless. Do they not have somebody within their brand management that you could call? You know, like, like, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I've, I've escalated this guys. That's why I'm kind of like, wow. I mean, there's zero repercussions. It's happened twice. And that's the, that's the, this person told this, they told the story. I mean, it was like beginning of June, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and drop these racial slurs. Um, and then I don't know if they forgot they had said this story. And then three weeks later said the same story, repeated right. the same racial slurs. So not that this, Matt, I'm just trying to find out who else is in the office here. Not that this matters at all. Okay. Yeah. But is there anybody black in the office that was around when they said this? So funny. Um, there is somebody black in the office and they were not around when uh, it they was weren't, They but weren't I, around. I, I told them because we're good. Of know, course. Of course. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would. Um, I would, first of all, make sure that that person is OK. Yeah. Because oh, I'm sure that they have, you know, way deeper feelings about this than you do. And, and yeah. I would almost yeah. go to them and, 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 and ask them. I would almost go to them and take their lead a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I, I was thinking I didn't want to put that on them, too. Just no, a, like, ask them. Ask them right? how. Ask them. I would go to them yeah. uh, and say, hey, listen, we're all aware of this. And right. when I hear the boss say this, my immediate feelings go towards you. Um, mm -hmm. And so I know it's difficult in a situation like this to speak up. I just want you to know yeah. that I am here to assist yes. you in any way. And yes. if you need me to handle something or if you want to do this together, let's get it on. Absolutely. I, th I, think that, I, I think that that's the best way to do it. No, that's a great call. Um, Roz, honestly, I said to her, I said, if there's anything you need said that you're not comfortable saying or any like dirty work you want done like i'm your girl <laughs> yeah yeah but i would i would uh, i would i would follow their lead is, it, is this really happening in 2023 guys <laughs> and yes it has uh, unfortunately yes yes unfortunately hey, yes guys the kicker this guy pronounces it mango <laughs> <laughs> sorry had to <laughs> wow you listen listen to this show love it and love you yeah. thanks for reaching out have a great day thank you guys you're awesome love you guys for some advice, be a part of Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Text FML to 925-555. Ladies and gentlemen, it is official. What? He is now off the market. Oh, yeah, me. Hey, come on now. Big up. Congratulations to our very own Roz, who is now a married man. It all went well. Thought it was a great wedding. We could finally talk about the wedding. Yeah. Roz and Catherine, husband and wife. Ooh, mm -hmm. Girl. There's no turning back now. No. No. Despite how Catherine may feel. <laughs> <laughs> Most times, I would say. Most and times. This wedding was basically on lockdown in terms of information getting out there. Yes. So much so that that evening, 
I took my phone out one time, uh-huh. one time only, yeah. and I took one single photo of you and Catherine dancing, the one that I texted to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, that was it. Yeah. Oh, you're great for that. No, you're great for that. No, IG. No, I didn't, Jenna and I didn't even take a photo together. <laughs> no, that's pretty venue. wild. Huh? I didn't take any yeah, photos of like, any see, of the other people lot, there. I didn't see a lot of phones, people that uh, that had them out. Yeah. No, it was like it was, the only wedding. We're like. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like normally I was I was like, normally the next day it's like all your friends start sending you all their pics and stuff like that. I think I got like three messages. Yeah. Like that, was, yeah. that was that was it. So but yes, no, it was it was locked down. I don't know. I mean, I, it was a, it's all sort of a blur to me. Mm. I'll point um, out that Roz was still the first one in the group chat to send his world that day. <laughs> <laughs> I was. First one up. I thought yeah. like maybe the man would get up and like, you know. No. Get dressed, have a drink, whatever. No, no. Because we were at a, we we got, we like, we were, I mean, we happened in the city. So we stayed over the night before at the hotel, right? Yeah. And then like the next morning, I just woke up at the hotel and then I had to go home and feed the cats and stuff. So I just oh, drove no. home. So I was hanging out at, I was hanging You out. went home, had a coffee, did your wardle, yeah. and then went back to the hotel? Hours later. <laughs> wow. This man really wanted his, his me time as a bachelor. Yeah. Huh? It was my last, it was my last minutes as a bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sat at home alone. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Uh, no, but we didn't want a lot of uh, um, sort of like formalities that weddings had. So when it, when it came to the planning, the philosophy of the wedding, right, was that um, we were going to, we we did it at the Drake, right, mm. downtown. And love that The Drake place. Hotel, the Drake, by the way. The Drake Not Hotel. Not Drake's mansion. No, 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 no. We did it, uh, it. And it's funny, all their literature now in the hotel rooms is is this hotel in any way affiliated with Drake. And they're like, oh. no, it's not. This has been around for a lot longer than Drake has everything else. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to get rid of the sort of formalities of weddings, right? So there was no assigned seating. Mm-hmm. The bar was open the second you got in. There was going to be food nonstop, top to oh, bottom. Yeah. Thank you, by the way. And you're very welcome about <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. I was and appreciated. Then, and then at some point, there was going to be like a quick pop-up wedding with a super short ceremony, yeah. no speeches, just party after that, yeah. right? Like just sit, and hang that's out, exactly what enjoy. It was. And, that's, and that's all it was because I didn't want to do any of that other stuff. So we did a thing the night before where Catherine's dad said something. We had a small family thing the night before where Catherine's mm-hmm. dad said something and my mom said something. And we did it all privately, right? Yeah. We didn't. That's beautiful. We didn't drag all that sort of uh, uh, emotion out to, uh, to, the, to the crowd. But it was a it was a lot of fun. I had a pink suit. Yeah, you had shiny two. shiny pink suit. Well, I had two outfit changes. Three, three, three outfit changes. Yeah, I only remember yeah, two. Yeah, I changed into a white suit with one shirt, and then I went up and I changed into that same white suit with a different shirt underneath. Oh, yeah, wow! I, I didn't know I, that. I had, I had three outfit After changes. After all the food and drinks, yeah, and I know, shoes too. I know, and shoes. Yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of the night barefoot. You really did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I've never seen a man kick off his shoes so fast yeah. after the I do's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of, yeah, but Roxy and I went and had suits together. Uh, we had them made together, me yeah. and Rox, because she Beautiful. wanted a suit. That was so cool, man. Yeah, and uh, so the guys cool. uh, at uh, Farihara uh, did them, and they were just like dope, like shiny. Hers was red shiny, and, and mine was pink, pink shiny. Yeah, you guys look amazing. And Catherine had a white dress, and we looked like Valentine's Day. Like, it was just yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was just awesome. And then uh, I like the part of the uh, ceremony when Roz's doc, uh, daughter Roxy 
had to say to him, like, get your glasses or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the, the vows? <laughs> so not only did she remind you to take your glasses out, but then in front of everyone, flamed you. Oh, she so was like, hard. those glasses make you look old. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I got flamed so, I know, I got flamed so bloody hard. Yeah, it was yeah. good though. Yeah, and then, uh, and then I did What else it. can we talk? Oh, can I talk about the fact that I loved in the venue, as soon as the uh, as soon as the ceremony was over, they have television screens throughout the room, and immediately Rocky <laughs> started yeah. playing, and it was all in black and white. And I was like, "That makes sense because I know Roz." Yeah, of yeah. course that movie. So we had Rocky one and Rocky two playing back to back on the on all the screens in the uh, in the bar because I did the Rocky proposal when I proposed to Catherine, uh-huh. and it meant a lot. And we had Rock, we had Rocky and Adrian cake toppers. Um, that uh, that were on one of the one of the cakes, which was Catherine found those, which was real cool. Um, but yeah, no, it was just like a, it was a it was just a fun night. And then I did like a oh the food the was food. So, hold on, guys. Yeah. What about the performance? Yeah. Oh yes. Can we talk yes. about the performance yes. real quick? Thank oh you. yes. What, did you know Shem? Because Shem, you kind of like Shem did knew. a little bit of yeah. the intro mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like normally, again secrecy around this entire wedding normally we would be able to say and then this happened and then like play some audio but because like no phones were out whatsoever (laughs) we'd have to remember and retell these stories right um so i did a performance of the uh the the you've lost that loving feeling scene from top gun right and i and and i combined the two greatest scenes from top gun which is the um shirtless and jeans volleyball scene yep um which i had backup dancers that came out ahead of me and then i put on like a white suit with like military medals and all this other stuff and everybody was wearing aviators and it was and it was like super fun medals, yeah? no they were not oh. real they were not real and i had to invite maury uh to the wedding because i needed maury's help getting me backup dancers oh, which no. all happened which all <laughs> happened very which all happened very last minute yeah right so maury came through with that in a big way but the way that i do everything it's like when i did the proposal so i have people that i needed their help uh-huh. right nobody up until the day of knew exactly what was going to happen that was helping me so i had five people helping me and leading up to the wedding, nobody knew the whole story of what was happening. Mm-hmm. Like everybody had instructions and jobs to do, but nobody knew exactly what the job they were doing was. Yeah, right? I was just Incredible. told to get hot shirtless guys. Yeah, I told Maury to get me hot shirtless guys. Maury's like, yeah, let me get my phone. Oh my like, god, Maury's like, I'm going through. I'm going. I'm going through headshots now. <laughs> I was getting. I was getting. I was getting updates. Right, because I needed the guys to come out in yeah. jeans, no shirts, aviators, and volleyballs. Uh-huh. And I'm like, and they have to do some sort of choreographed dance. I don't care what they do. Yeah. But they have to do some sort of choreographed dance. My favorite part was going, nope. Yeah, nope. I know Maury was nope. like, he's just swiping. It was, it was like, no, Tinder. no, grinder, no, actually. no. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing though. It was great. Hey, thanks for the takeout Maybe. food, by the way. Yeah, the no food. problem. Oh my god. So at the end of the night, I thought it would be cool if at ten o'clock I ordered a bunch of pizzas. Yeah. And Krispy Kreme donuts, right? So all the pizzas came and they put them on the counter and people just started taking the whole boxes home. Like that, people were walking out of there with whole pizzas. No, that wasn't the intention. No. Yeah. no. I grabbed two donuts for the for the road. Oh, yeah. So it, oh. That wasn't people. That was Maury. No, no I took other pizza. people. Other, other people did yes. it too. Did other people take the chicken home too? No. Oh, I did that. How many pieces of chicken did you get? Five. Oh my god. Five pieces my of chicken, god. Maury. <laughs> you know how many pieces of chicken I had, Maury? How many? One. Oh. oh yeah. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. 
Not cool. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, but uh, but maybe maybe at some point I'll play or I'll let you play the version of uh, You've Lost That Love and Feeling that I did oh. for uh, for Catherine. So good. You got to. So good. Yeah. yeah we'll I, I, don't, I don't know. No, I almost think you should keep it a wedding exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're I right. Because it was good. It, it was maybe really you're good. Right. Maybe you're right. Maybe How does that right. benefit anybody? I don't know. I'm not in the business. Well, I mean, I am sort of in the business of benefiting yeah. people with this show. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I got to address a question that uh, we just got on the text line, Roz and Mocha text line. Yes. And actually, a bunch of people DM'd this to me over the past couple of weeks. If you haven't heard by now, Roz and Catherine got married. We did. Uh, but we didn't, like, nobody posted anything on social. But people no. would just, I think, assume when we were off on vacation. Something was going on. Something was I going was on. Getting, I was getting congratulations things, like, from people who had no idea what was going on that morning, who were just guessing. Yeah. 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 And then there was one photo I think I posted. It was, like, a, a repost from someone else who took a photo of me at the wedding. Right. And I was wearing the 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 medal. Oh yes, <laughs> Mocha wears runner runner winner yeah, winner great. medal. So I great. Like <laughs> oh, you know? your wife must have been so happy. Listen, the amount of conversations <laughs> I had to have with people when they were asking what and why I had that medal. What would you win that medal for? I just had to yeah. listen, guys. I'm a humble dude. I don't like talking about it, but I had, you know, when you get questioned. <laughs> Because the dress code was wear what makes you happy, yeah. right? So I, I, was like, so. I was like, Mocha, you better bring your medal. What do I have in my hand right now? Your medal. I there you go. With me all, yes. all times. Yes, yes. Right? I was at I my sister's it. wedding on the weekend. People were, I posted a photo of my wife and I, and people were like, where's the medal? I was like, it's in my pocket, just in case. <laughs> it's so great. It's funny at all oh, times. And your wife hates it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody said here, yeah. here's the big question. Did y'all meet Carl and Frank? <laughs> if you don't know, Carl and Frank are uh, revealed earlier this year that those are his two best friends. Right. Although <laughs> Carl and Frank, quote unquote, there are like zero pictures. There's like no mention. We don't know who they are. We've never seen them. And somebody had said that if anybody was going to make up two fake friends, they would name their fake friends Carl and Frank. Yeah. There's like one photo that Roz had to go find on like Catherine's Facebook page. Yes. And it was a photo from like 2010. Yes. And the claim was that these two <laughs> guys were Carl and Frank. Because even on Roz's phone, can't. Like, there's nothing. I have no pictures. No pictures of Carl no. and Frank. No. No. So, did we meet Carl and Frank? There was no Carl there. So, I didn't meet a Carl. So I can't confirm that Carl's real. Lester, do you know? Was do Carl I there? know? Yeah. Yes. Was he there? Yes. I didn't see him. He yeah, was. I didn't see him either. Shut up. He was there. I met Frank. No. I met no. Frank. He was so, there. Hold on. There was a Frank there. Yeah. That's, I only know a Frank. Is that the Frank? The yes. one that I talked to? And I was like, Frank? Yes. Because I kind of know Frank as well. Yes. And I didn't know if that was. That, that's, that's the Frank. I, there's only That's one Frank. The one best friend Frank. Yes. Yes. Did we meet a Carl? Carl was there. I'm now suspicious I, because the, the guy, that, the gentleman who said his name was Frank came up to me and was like, hey, my name's Frank. Oh, like, stop oh, it. That kind of feels like an act, a hired, hired actor. Yes, an actor would have come <laughs> Did up. Did you hire someone? <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> as a wedding guest and say if anyone asks your name is Frank. Just like they do seat fillers at award shows. Oh, yeah. to weddings. Oh my God. Hi, my name's Frank. So hold on. Oh, hello, so he Frank. went up to you and said, hi, yeah. my name is Frank. So during Roz's performance, uh, this as I'm trying to get people together, yeah. just one person came up to me and was like, hi, my name's Frank. Oh my God, that's like, so weird. Oh, hey, Frank. Can yeah. I can oh. I just can I just say what happened? So sure. There was a there was there was a meeting that we had quickly um, before the performance, right? That I wanted to get everybody together and do a run through, and it uh-huh. was me, Frank, and quote unquote Frank, <laughs> and another friend of mine named Mark. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, so now there's a mark. <laughs> no, he was just helping. He was helping. He was helping. Okay. He was helping. We call Frank we call him Double J. We call mark. him Double J. Okay. But 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 during all of this, we went looking for Shem and couldn't find him. <laughs> so Shem missed the meeting. Oh. Where I was going to do the How proper convenient. introduction. How convenient. <laughs> Stop so it, the mystery all of, of Carl and Frank continues. All of you. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You all right? No, I'm tired. Oh, what's going on with you? I'm just Why tired. Are you so tired. I was up late last night. Doing what? We have family over. For what? Why would you have family over during the week? Why? <laughs> like, why are you so mad? That <laughs> I don't understand why anybody would do that. That's Jeez. crazy to me. Family over during the week. Bro, it could be family on a Saturday. You would still get to drop the same attitude. No, not yeah. as harsh, though. Yeah. Like, no, because my sister got married on Saturday. So we yeah, have a lot so of- you were all together already, like a so couple we- days ago. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> Triggered. I apologize. The true definition of unhinged. No, no, no. So no, early. No, 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 no. I 60 just, seconds I just, into I just, the convo. I just don't like seeing somebody get bullied. That's all. I'm not, oh my God. No, we had. The only reason to have family over on a Monday night is because you were bullied into it. No, not at all. It was my idea. Oh, my God. To have family over because of the wedding on Saturday. Yeah. And then we had one of my aunts and uncles from New York who were visiting and they're leaving tomorrow. And then Adios. my new brother-in-law's brother and sister from Barbados are also leaving tomorrow. Did you not see all these people at the wedding? Briefly. How much do you need to see people? Because I love my family. I like spending time with them. But you just saw them. But I didn't get a chance to hang out, hang out with them. So How we had them over for... Why don't you just okay. FaceTime? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I just had it's family fine. over. Okay, and like, okay, it's fine. It was a it's nice fine. time. It's we had a barbecue. It's fine. It's fine. Why are you triggered right I'm now? I'm not triggered. You are. I'm not. I think it's weird. That's all. To spend time with not your family? Not to spend time with your family, but you just saw them. But what I'm trying to say is that with the busyness of Saturday, yeah. we didn't get a chance to like really hang out, hang out. Gotcha. And whose fault was okay. that? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Catherine, mm-hmm. Catherine sold me out to her mother. Oh my oh, god! Oh, sick. Oh Go my for god. It. Okay, so how? So the because your wedding my, my, was the week yeah, before my sister's yeah. wedding. I love Catherine's mom. Right? She's awesome. She's great. So they came over and they spent a couple nights mm. at the cottage, right? Because they weren't flying out. So they came over, spent a couple nights. We were, on, we, were on, coast, right? we were all on vacation. Yeah, they're going back to the west coast. 
And I get up early, so I'm up at like five, uh-huh. right? And then my mother-in-law, Maureen, wakes up, and we're just in the kitchen together, just like kicking it. I'm making coffee, everything else. And uh, I was asked her how the mattress was, because I bought the mattress for $200, and everybody loves it, so I just won't ever shut up about my $200 mattress, right? So I immediately start asking my mother-in-law how the mattress was, which is weird. <laughs> so then she starts telling me how great of a sleep she had. And then she goes, oh, my God, I had the wildest dream. <laughs> yes. Okay? Uh-huh. And it's just the two of us in the kitchen. Okay, great. Okay? And you can't escape. Oh, hell no. So <laughs> she then starts telling me in detail of this long dream she had. Uh-huh. Right? Long dream she had. And what are you doing at this point? I'm being completely agreeable and interested. Uh-huh. Okay? Are you asking questions? Uh, not a not a lot. Normally, uh-huh. when people are telling you about their dream, if you ask a question, it throws them off, right? Okay. So I know to shut up when a dream story is happening. Yeah, yeah. So I listen to the whole thing, uh-huh. right? Very interested. I do it all. Can you Great, remember the dream? Can you no. tell me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Great son-in-law. Okay. Great son-in-law. How long, how long was the story? A uh, ten minutes. Wow. Okay. Ten minutes. That is a deep sleep. I am a great son-in-law at this uh-huh. point, right? Supporting everything. Catherine walks right into the kitchen as soon as the dream happens. Maureen looks at Catherine and goes, I was, I had the weirdest, I was just telling Roz about my dream. Catherine goes, how did that go? Nothing he hates more than listening to somebody go on about their dreams. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Divorce imminent. Right? <laughs> really be your own too. Yeah. Right? I was in the clear. Yeah, she totally sold In the out. clear. So wait, so what did mother-in-law say? Nothing. I walked out of the room in shame. Anyway, that's why you don't have family over on a Monday. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Thomas Stuker is on hold. This guy, man, what a life he's living. He's the world's most traveled man. So he has flown 23 million miles because back in 1990, this is like when you say, God, I wish I bought Apple stock uh-huh. or God, I wish I did this years ago. In 1990, because airlines were all in trouble, United Airlines offered a lifetime unlimited pass on United Airlines for $290,000. And he bought one. Yo, Thomas Stuker, are you there? I'm here. Wow. How you doing, buddy? It's Razamoka. I'm doing fantastic. I, can I give a shout out to all my gang out in St. Catharines? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got gang gang out there. Yeah, man. Go uh, ahead. Oh, no, I have, a, I have a major gang out in St. Catharines, so. That's incredible. I, I am so impressed with you and your story. Like we were just talking about it. So the story goes that in 1990, United Airlines offered, and I guess it was because the company was in trouble or something like that. I don't know. But they offered a lifetime pass, and you bought one back in 1990 for $290,000. Is that the deal? Well, actually, the two ninety was for a single pass. I spent 510000 and bought what they call a companion pass, which means if you and I were having lunch right now and you said, hey, I love Chinese food, I say, well, bring your passport tomorrow. We'll go to Hong Kong and I'll get you a nice dinner. Wow, dude. That's such a baller move. Thomas, who in your life did you have to convince to spend half a million dollars on these lifetime passes? Well, no, no. I I mean, I had the money. My business was doing really good and we were uh, growing uh, globally. You know, I went to the bank and I said, I need to borrow half a million dollars. And they go, 
for what? I go, an airline ticket. And they go, where the hell are you going? The moon? You know? So how many flights did you take last year? Last year? I, I don't know, 300. Oh my God, 300? So how does it work? Yeah. Like, do you just wake up one day and you say, hey, I feel like going to New York or I feel like going to Paris or I feel like going wherever. And then you just like get on that flight? Yeah, pr pretty much. You know, I, I like, uh, I just, yesterday I flew to Hawaii I picked up my brother-in-law who lives here in New Jersey. I picked him up. I came back this morning. I landed about an hour and a half ago. Tonight, I go to London to pick up my buddy who's on a golf tour. And then we're going to go to San Francisco tomorrow on to Australia. I'm going to get there Friday. And we're going to have a big party because I got a lot of friends in Australia. So we're going to party on Friday night and Saturday morning. I just fly home. And then uh, next Monday, I got some other friends in Australia I'm going to pick up and bring them over to New York. And at the end of the week, I'm going to go to Greece. So, you know, just, oh my yeah. God. First this of all. This is the most insane thing I've is, ever heard is of. Is your ass perpetually numb? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I think my liver might be. Oh. <laughs> of, uh, I, I'm still looking for an endorsement from Bacardi. You know? uh, Thomas Stuker is on the Raza Moga show. Back in 1990, you bought a lifetime pass with United Airlines. Uh, two passes, half a million bucks. Uh, have you yeah. flown everywhere in the world or has there been a place that you have yet to, to venture off to? Well, I, I, I've flown over 100 countries. There's a couple of countries I haven't been to. I, there's some places in Europe that United doesn't fly to mm. that I still want to go to. I, for some reason, I, I always want to go to Poland and Hungary and a couple of European countries. I still haven't been to uh, Vietnam and uh, uh, Laos and some of those countries. And Iceland, I haven't been to. I still want to go there. But uh, Antarctica is the only continent I haven't been to. But wow. I mean, if I want to see penguins, I'll go to the zoo, you know? <laughs> Tom, uh, Tom, Tom, uh, Tom, do you get to collect points as well, even though these are tickets you bought years ago? Do you get the points? Well, yeah, I, they're called uh, redeemable miles. And I've, over my lifetime, I've earned over a, a hundred million miles. Somehow the lawyers found a little kink in the contract that must have originally signed and said, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. We, we're only liable to give you 500,000 a year. So that's what they do now. Um, I have no, no complaints. So right? do, I, I got my 100 million miles and I spent them. And uh, Do you ever like even have to pay for a hotel? Like is everything free pretty much when you go? Just You just use your points? Pretty much. I mean, I'm taking a two-week cruise on a luxury liner, Greece, coming up in August, and that's paid for with miles. <laughs> I've done maybe a dozen or 15 luxury cruises with with my miles i've i've stayed at the nicest hotels in the world on miles and uh, oh my god yeah i mean i was even on the seinfeld show because of miles so uh, before we let you go tom stuker who uh, in 1990 bought a life two lifetime passes on united airlines and you've flown 23 million miles uh what is your number one travel tip for everybody no matter where you're going no matter who you are to make life easier when you travel okay this is the number one trip and there's four benefits from it and that is get your ass out of bed early and take the first flight take the flight at 6 or 6 30 or whatever because it's a it's cheaper b there's more leg room or more room you'll have more likely to have an empty seat next to you Three, uh, you're more likely to get to your destination because it's the first flight of the day and most of the storms are in the afternoon and evening. And then if you're one of those upgrade you know, wannabes, 
you got the best chance for an upgrade because there's more first class seats on that first flight. And if you don't want to wake up and quit bitching about, Ooh, oh, we'll never get there now, you know. So. You're the best, man. I love yeah, you. Tom Stuker. Awesome. <laughs> Lifetime with United Airlines, 23 million miles flown. Just got back from Hawaii. Dude, thank you so much for making time for us on the Raza Mocha Show. All right. Give my love to my buddies in, in St. Catharines. You got it. Bro, you can fly here and do it yourself. <laughs> oh, I, I just was up there on a wine tour. Oh. Holy Moses. <laughs> of course, they, of course. they know how to party in St. Catharines. <laughs> I'm telling you. You're the best, Tom. Tom is my guy. Take care, brother. All right. See you, bro. Later. Bye. bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. RV, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Why are you here? I need help with my dad being a dad. RV, you wrote us this. Hey, Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life. For the last couple of years, I've started to feel like I'm the parent in the family and had to take on the responsibilities of what would be expected from a father. And when I try to talk to my dad about it, he brushes me off. How can I convince a parent to be more present? How old are you, RV? I am currently 35. 35. So when you say you you want your dad to start acting like a dad, what is... What's he doing mean? right yeah. now? Like, what are the things he's lacking in, so, in your opinion? I am the eldest son in my family, and I don't really have any adult male figure in my life, except for my dad. Uh, a couple of years ago, my mom had a stroke. Uh, my mom and dad kind of reconciled after that. But then, for the, I'll say about the last year and a half, I've barely spoken to him. He just disappeared pretty much. I have to contact his friends to find out if he's even alive. Okay. Because of my mom's stroke, she's not able to do a lot of things. So I've taken over that responsibility. But then, like when I message him, yeah, I like I don't get a response. I don't get anything. I have to contact his friend to see if anything's wrong. Just to get things clear, did they separate it after the stroke, or he just kind of like went away? It wasn't like a separation. He just kind of like disappeared for a while. Yeah, kind of. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Like not living at home. Yes. Like he moved to Calgary. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So you're not you're not alone in, in the sense that very very often children have to. There's a switch that happens, and and it happens when your parents become elderly. It happens after you know a medical thing like what your your mom went through, um, where you have to sort of the roles are reversed, where you then become you have to parent your parent basically, right? And and it's a it's a very common thing. Like it's that part of it is not unusual. That is extremely common. But I think that what you're dealing with is you feel that this is your father's responsibility and that he should be there if they're not together okay they've dissolved their marriage or whatever relationship they had and he has moved away and moved on it's a little douchey for him to not want to check in to see how she might be doing but at that point it's not his responsibility to be her caregiver that's not what i'm saying like more of the case is more my relationship with him so you, you feel like you're drowning and you need support and you have nobody there to help you out. That's tough. Because he, he didn't just, you know, bail on, on your mom's needs. He, he, he bailed on your needs, right? Yes. Yeah, that's hard, man. Have you 
had this conversation with your siblings. I assume they feel the same way. Have they had any uh, contact with your dad? My brother has no relationship with my dad. My sister okay. kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. So is your sister the one that then gets more contact with him? Like more talk time on the phone or anything? Or even texts? I, I, I could not even tell you because she, I don't even know if he talks to her anymore because she doesn't oh. mention him at all. Huh. Has have you ever had a great relationship with your father? Yes, growing up we had a great relationship. Like he was the, the best that I like could ask for. Yeah, I don't know what changed. Yeah, so you realistically you're just missing your dad. Yeah. Um, have you even had a chance to like he, talk to him on the phone? Last time I spoke to him was Christmas. And does he know? Yes. So when you tell him I need you, what does he say? His response is usually I'm always here if you need me. But when I do call him, I don't get a response. Right. So he doesn't have a lot of time for you right now. And he may he may feel that his job is done, you know, with you. You're in your 30s. And maybe he's like, you know, I don't know. It's time for you to, you know, be a man and stand on your own two feet and make your own decisions and stop relying on me. And I got to live my life and all this stuff. Like, who knows what he's thinking? Who knows what he's thinking? Um, but not having that relationship when you need it is devastating for, uh, you know, a guy a- at any age, you could be 16 or you could be 36. And, and when you realize your, your old man's not there for you, it hurts like hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing you can do right now, RV is to lean on your siblings and be the support that your mom needs. I'm really trying. It's just, it's, it's a lot. Way. It's a lot. Man. I know it's hard. It's real, real hard. And, you know, when you are the person who's sort of taking care of everybody else, there's nobody there to take care of you. And when you're the person who's taking care of everybody else, you got to be the foundation, you got to be the walls, and you got to be the the protector and the provider, and you got to be all these things. And you don't feel like you're allowed to have a moment. And, and sometimes it's just, you know, sitting on the phone with your old man for 15 minutes that'll give you that moment, right? And, and when you don't have that, it hurts like hell. But, I, but I, I'm not saying that, that it needs to be that. I think that you may be able to find that somewhere else or in someone else. I don't think it necessarily has to be your dad. Because if, if he's been out of your life for so long and is just not concerned with getting back to you when he knows you're hurting, I don't know if he's the right person for you in this moment. I don't know if you're going to get from him what you're hoping that you're going to get from him. Because you're just going to keep getting disappointed. I was afraid you were going to say that. And when you do get him on the phone, I guarantee you, man, it's not you're not going to get the thing that you're hoping is there. It's not going to happen. But I, I think yeah. that I think that that I think that what you're looking for can be found in someone else. I really do. And I think that you need to allow yourself to feel this way. And I think that you need to, you know, be clear with people and and not just you know the person you're looking to talk to, which is your dad. But I think that you need to be clear with everybody that you also need support. And I think you need to be honest with everyone in your life. That is true, yes. Does that offer a little uh, little bit of clarity, RV? A lot more clarity because I, I was thinking the exact same thing, but I didn't want yeah, to man. come off like I was an ass to my mom or like my no, sister. No, 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 dog. no, 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 no. You're good. No. You're good. I, I just want to say, like, Ross, I bought your book. Yeah, I man. couldn't keep on reading it. I had to get the audio book because I, it was too much for me to read. Yeah. I, I, I could not read it. Like, I was all, all tears. Yeah, so I don't recommend somebody like you going through what you're going through to, to read my oh, book yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Especially all the dad stuff. Yeah. Oh, Harvey. It helped. It helped. Oh, okay, okay, good. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Okay, all right, brother. RV. Send in love. Take care, bro. Thank you, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. 
The other day, it was, I mean, we're in summertime and it's hot all the time. Yes. Already. And the other day, I saw you posted on Instagram. Yes. At Roz Weston, by the way. Yes. On stories, mm-hmm. a shot of your beautiful lawn. Right. You just finished mowing the lawn at the cottage. And then it was a shot of just the grass. And then from the right side of the screen, you mm-hmm. see your hand pop out and you gave like the surfer dude. Right. Because my lawn hand is motion, dope. Right? But I know, and then like you then kind of come into the frame. Yeah. But I notice, and it was like 30 something degrees that day. Mm-hmm. Super hot. Mm-hmm. And Ra's out here mowing the lawn, flexing on the, on the gram. Wearing a jean jacket. Okay, hold on here. First of all, there is not one shred of evidence that I mowed the lawn in a jean jacket. But still. There's not one shred of evidence that I mowed the lawn in a jean jacket. Admit right now, did you mow the lawn with your jean jacket on? No, I did not. I didn't even mow the lawn with shoes on. Bruh. What about pants? Okay. That's dangerous right there. Oh, oh, okay. So now you want me to put stuff on. Okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> Foot okay. connection? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, I have a cousin. Yeah. Who? Who? Yes. Got his foot yeah. stuck yeah. under the lawnmower uh-huh. and it chopped off one of his toes. Okay. Okay. You got a dumbass cousin. Well, he was wearing shoes. I don't know what happened though. <laughs> oh, so he was wearing shoes. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So how did that help? Well, we're not talking about him right now. I would, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, if my mower, if my foot's gonna get unstuck under the mower, I would rather ruin just the foot, not the foot, and a good pair of shoes. Uh huh. Okay. Clearly, they were trash shoes. <laughs> Clearly, um, they were trash shoes. So, okay. Hey, so you put the jacket on after? But it was like thirty-something degrees outside. It was. It, I. Oh my god. So I was. Uh, I was packing up to um, leave. And I was just about to get in the truck, but I had to stop at the dump, right? Uh-huh. And I did a lot of yard work, and I have these bugs in the yards called chiggers, I believe they're called. And they bury themselves underneath your skin, and they Ooh. lay all their eggs. <laughs> okay? And so my arm is literally covered in those right now from moving. In eggs? Yeah. So here, I'll show you my arm. No, they laid eggs in your so arm. So they 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 go and they don't start itching for like days afterwards. So what happens? Though? Are they gonna hatch? Right? No, they and don't they crawl through your system. No, I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do. But I don't know if you can see my. I don't know if you can see my arm here at all. I don't know if you can see oh, it. If gross! you, yeah. So it's all these lines. Yeah. Where, where you can see that they've moved around inside of me, right? And so I put the jacket on because I had to go and dump all that yard waste at the dump and I didn't want to get bitten again by chiggers. So I put the jacket on, the gloves on, and it protects me, okay? So my cousin with the toe... Yeah. He just texted me. No, he didn't. Your dumb cousin? (laughs) Cousin Robin. Yeah. Big up my cousin Robin, a.k.a. DJ Rob. Yeah, okay. We had a lot of great mixes on SoundCloud. Okay. Said, bro, my toe didn't get chopped oh. off. <laughs> I thought it got chopped off. Oh. I thought your sister called just me the crying tip? stuff. Maybe it was just the tip. Just the tip, right? Maybe. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yes, I was wearing a jacket. And a lot of people commented on that. I didn't think I was going to get a lot of comments on why oh, are you wearing did? a jacket in the yeah. summer. Yes. Because it's 34 degrees outside. Yes. So what? So what? I want to wear a jacket when it's 34 degrees. Stay safe. Let me want more the lawn barefoot. Yes. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
What are you going to do to beat the heat, Maureen? Oh, I'll take my clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> I barbecued in the rain yesterday. It was refreshing. Yeah? What's your barbecue? Um, two steaks and two peppers. <laughs> Maureen got roasted. You posted something a couple of weeks ago, man, where you put something on the barbecue that was frozen. Oh, oh no. Steak. What was it? Steak. You put a frozen, frozen steak? steak on the barbecue. It fell out of the wrapper and just went clunk. Oh, yeah. It was like, it was. So it what was the caption? It was the worst. Like, it was the, it, it looked like everything. You know when you see a commercial, right? For like a steakhouse, I don't know, Ponderosa. What's a steakhouse that people would understand? <laughs> the keg? The keg, thank you, right? Ponderosa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you know when they show you in the commercial what they're not, right? Uh-huh. Like a burger place. You know when they show you yeah, what they're yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. Where they take the frozen white patty and they sure. drop it on a stainless steel counter and yeah. then it spins around Fresh, like a dreidel, frozen. right? Fre- thank you. That's right. what Maury's Instagram was. Yeah. Like he went to open this package that he had the steak in and uh-huh. it came tumbling out of the package and he... Hit the grill with a thud. Like, that's a steak. to do... Oh, no! (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) In slow motion, it looks even worse. (laughs) That looks legit. Like, it's just like a concrete block. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like a brick. Yes. Also, it was white. (laughs) But it tasted great. No, thank you. I did so much eating this weekend. Oh, my God. What'd you eat? Everything. Yeah. I ate everything. Yeah. Steak, fries, Steak, nachos, fry. chicken, um, chicken I, wings. I had chicken. I had, I, I've been on a thing where I'm eating. Everything? Korean short, like Korean beef <gasps> ribs, Korean cut beef ribs. I have those. I buy them every other day. Yeah. Every other day. I'm out there. I'm out, yeah. I'm out there cooking them. Yeah. Every other day. They're the greatest. I know. Because they're quick to cook. Yeah. Right? And super easy to eat. Yeah. And, and you, because they're so thin, you can eat a lot. A lot of them. And you may and disagree with this. It. You may disagree with this. I don't know how you feel because you got some weird views on things. Who, me? Yeah. Why you say that? Because you do. Like what? There, I would argue that the Korean cut beef ribs are almost better cold out of the fridge the next day. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. No, 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 I got to oh. get that out. Put that joint but in the microwave. But you know, you've never oh. had it cold out of the fridge. Oh, I have. No, I have. I have. You I have. have, yeah. Yeah. So no. good. No, I oh. like my meat warm. You do? All right, yeah. Man, yeah. Man. How do you, how do you, uh, shut up, Sham. But you don't warm, like if you have leftover steak, you don't put it in the microwave. I will. You will? Uh-huh. But then you, you're cooking it past the point of what it should be cooked. I know, I know. But I can't eat a steak cold. There's really? only there's only no. one way to eat leftover steak. There's With only egg. one way. Steak and egg. No. No, I mean, as far as you take it out of the fridge and uh-huh. you leave it on the counter for 15 minutes and let it come up to room temperature. No, I can't that wait. is as hot as leftover steak should ever get, Isn't is room a, temperature. Like, illegal? Like against some sort of health code? What do you mean? It's my kitchen. I know, but... What are you, Health Canada inspector showing up at the door? Maybe they should. You should be looking out for 15 minutes. I'm going to snitch on you, barbecuing frozen white steak. (laughs) Do you know what else was really good cold the next day? What? Tuna casserole. Yeah, I was going to say your marriage. (laughs) 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Is your uh, Twitter changed yet? To an X? Uh, yeah. my, my my icon no. hasn't, but on on your desktop because I use Twitter on my computer here, the logo uh, 
the logo and the tab is still the bird, but when you log on to Twitter, the bird is gone. It's just the it's just the X. Sorry, say that again. Where am I going? So on your desktop, if you look at Twitter on the desktop, like just log into Twitter on your computer. Yeah, I'm on my computer right now. Let me see. And it's still still got the bird. Oh, you still have the bird. Why did your Twitter? X. Why did your Twitter look different than my Twitter? Like cooler? No, it looks stupid. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I think your Twitter looks dumb. He's jealous. No, I'm not. Um, not of your Twitter. <laughs> looks, looks stupid. I don't like it. So Twitter mad. looks dumb. He's so mad my Twitter's better than <laughs> No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Bigger, too. No, it's, um, it's And on shut the up. app, I still have... It's gray, though. How do you feel about that? The bird. <laughs> yeah. But the actual... I still have... Yeah. So what are they changing to? They're, They're changing, changing it to an X. The letter X? Yes. It's sort of like an Art Deco-designed X. Okay. So, so what do we call it now? I, I, I think it's still called Twitter. I, I, I'm not 100% sure. The, the thing that Elon wants to do, right, is he, is he has dreams of launching the sort of global version of WeChat, right? Mm-hmm. Which is WeChat is the Chinese platform that they use for everything. So on your banking on, on that, your right? phone, uh-huh. it's one app and it's your banking, it's booking flights, it's ordering food, it's talking to your friends, it's whatever social media they allow you to have. Like it's one app that allows you to do everything. Everything is centralized in one app as opposed to having to flip through and use multiple apps by multiple developers for multiple different things. But yeah, outside of there, it's never going to work because you have Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes and all that other stuff. But unless you make deals, like, you know, people would have thought Netflix wouldn't have worked because how do you make all those deals with all those different companies? Yo, I would well, use guess one what? app for everything. Yeah. But you have to get all those people on board, like, you know, Canada Trust and all that. No, because the great thing is, is that people are already, like companies will go to where people are, right? And people are already on Twitter. So you don't have to sell the people on a new thing. You just have to alter the thing that people are already using, which is you are then just expanding slowly Twitter to where, you know, maybe you allow people to do this or this or this on Twitter. And then Twitter becomes you're on the app for longer. That is the goal of all the apps is they just want to keep you on their app. Right. Sure. That's it. So, yeah. So now it's an X. But I don't know if it's called like, is it they're still calling it called, X? They're calling it X. Yeah. It's not called Twitter anymore. Called X. So what are tweets then? They're not Z- called tweets. Zeets. <laughs> like, what do you call it when you want to tweet something? I think you. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Posting. Posting. Know. Just like what? Generic. Posting an X. Don't I don't know, man. I don't know. But if you're wondering why X-rated is trending today, that's why X-rated is. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, don't click on that. Why? (laughs) Don't click on X-rated? Let's see. Yeah, go for it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh! Oh! Oh, Oh, my God! Oh, yes. Four X's down. Yes. Or tweets, whatever don't they're called. Don't go six. Don't go six. Four <laughs> Wait, is the max. So, okay, so we don't know what tweets are going to be no, called. No, I don't know. Right? I don't know. What are your no followers idea. called? They still call followers. They're still, still called followers. Your yeah. X's, no? What do you call retweets? Your X's. That's a good one, right? Shane. We should call them your X's. Your X's. I have how many ever thousands of X's, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. But it looks the same. It, 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 it operates the same. Um, but it's now just called X. I, 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 it's all I can make of it. But right now, Twitter is still Twitter. And I think people are still going to call it Twitter. Oh. 
I don't know. <laughs> Shem, stop Shem's searching x rays. Stop. I know, Shem, I know Shem went down six. You know he did. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Julia sent a text yesterday, Roz. Yeah. Like in the afternoon. So we weren't actually here in the Roz and Mocha studios. Okay. Uh, with just three words to the text that I need to get the full story, full clarification on. Julia wrote, I met Roz. Oh! So, need to know when this happened, what the encounter was like. Oh, my gosh. Uh, my friend Tom and I, we went to the movies on the weekend to watch uh, Barbie Oppenheimer. And uh-huh. it was our, our Barbie uh, episode. And uh, um, when we were going into the theater... Oh, so we went to the theater. We were in VIP, and we were sitting at the very back. And then... Um, and then all of a sudden, I saw Roz walk in, because I think I was, like, checking out the people who were sitting at the very front row of VIP. I was like, what the heck? Who sits there? And then I saw Roz walk in. Yeah. And I saw Roz, and I was like, I was like, to Tom, I was like, that's Roz. And he's like, no way. I was like, yeah. And that's, and that's Catherine right beside him. And he's like, what? No way. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, sure. And I, I opened up the Instagram. I'm like, see? Look, look. And, uh if anything, it was Catherine that gave it away because we didn't know if it was for sure Rod. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so crazy. And then um, it was funny because when we went to the theater, um, um, Tom was driving my car. My car is like a small car. So when he parked, he kind of parked diagonal in the parking spot. And I was like, I was like, well, that's a weird way to park. He's like, and the theater was kind of empty because we went in the afternoon. And... Uh, <laughs> So he's like, no, no one's going to park near us. And then actually, Roz ended up parking beside us. But we didn't know at that time. But what made me remember was when we were walking in, I remember um, there was a girl behind me wearing a pink shirt for Barbie. And I was like, oh, I wish I would have wore pink for Barbie. Like, I missed my opportunity. But then uh, what made me think it was them was because right when we walked in, they also walked in the theater. And I was like, oh, it must have been them because they were the only ones that also went in the theater at the same time as us. So then... While we were right before the movie started, I was like, oh, my gosh, I think I have Roz's book in my car. <laughs> and, then, and then Tom was like, what? No way. I was like, yeah, it was my book I read when I had to bring my cat to the vet. And he's like, really? I was like, yeah, after the movie, I'm going to run to the car and you watch where they go. So in case it's not them beside us, then I can still get the autograph. And then so after the movie, we left and I went to check my car. And then I actually did have Roz's book in my car. And then, and then we were waiting around, but then by the time Roz came out, I think I was too starstruck, so I didn't say anything, and then they were getting in their car, and then thankfully my friend Tom was like, he like, took, uh, he just took the lead and was like, hey, Grace, I did I guess Roz saw him, and then, and then Roz signed my book. <laughs> so, Roz, do you in fact remember Julia? I do remember. I do remember Julia. Okay. So, yeah. you signed because, the book? Because Tom sort of scared the hell out of me a little bit. Why? Right? Well, because I'm. Yeah, yeah, that's what you- well, no, because I, uh, one, I'm terrified of getting carjacked, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and I believe that we were in the same parking lot where, like, Mitch Marner from the Leafs got carjacked, right? Okay, like, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, and no offense, but our car is way better than your car, right? And, <laughs> and, and, and so I go walking onto my side, and then I just see a guy walk around from the back of the car and, uh-huh. like, approach oh gosh, me. But because our 
ours is like pretty tall. I couldn't see over it. So I was at my door and he was walking around. Uh-huh. Right. And then I realized I could, I could take him. Uh, and it was, <laughs> and it, and it was fine, yeah. but no, he was very cool. And then he was like, Hey, can we just, can I tell you, are you Roz? And I was like, yeah. And then I walked around the car and I met, what's your name again? Julia. <laughs> Julia. And then I met, I met Julia and then Julia had her book and, and, and it was, you could tell it was a book that had been read because like the cover wasn't on it. Yeah. And like, it looked like you'd been going through it. it was so very was, worn in. Yeah. I was very impressed by oh, that. That's amazing. Uh, well, yeah. good thing you had the book in the car, Julia. I know. I was like, if I didn't have the book, I probably would have asked. But I was like, it is just meant to be. <laughs> Uh, uh, so good. Julia, thank you so much for the text. Thank you for listening. Thank you for buying a copy of Roz's book. Uh, and thank you for sharing your encounter with him. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Uh, definitely Roz. Sorry. Uh, I don't want to say sorry, Mocha. I know Roz is like that. But yeah, Roz. <laughs> okay. Too late. You already yeah. said it. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best, Julia. I love you. Love you, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. No, you're not on TikTok, Roz. I am. I just don't use it. Oh. So you don't know about, like, the Barbie boyfriend test? The what? That some women are commenting and posting about. No. It's Shemnos. What is it? Hit me. Come on. You know about this, Let me in on this. I'm just laughing at Roz knowing it. Let me in on this. No, not knowing it. Not knowing. That's what I meant. Not knowing it. Sorry. Uh, Girls are saying that it's a red flag that their boyfriend doesn't want to go see Barbie. Or if their boyfriend doesn't want to see Barbie. And a red flag as well uh, is if he doesn't get the deep meaning or want to talk about how the girlfriend feels about the Barbie movie. However, a green flag yeah. is if he brings up going to watch the movie. Right. If he's the one to initiate. Oh, that was you, Roz. Green flag. I didn't initiate it. I mean, I wanted to see it, but I didn't initiate it. And then a bunch of the posts that uh, women are sharing, it's like, you know, the just the text with music playing in the background. Sure. Yeah. One person who goes by at chai.t.ghost. I don't know what happened to you guys, but this movie made my boyfriend a better person. (laughs) And he was already so great. Like, he's been sending me Barbie TikToks nonstop and interpreting everything and understanding my perspective as a woman watching the movie. This is what the movie was made to do. It's not about who's the superior gender or whatever. It's about bringing people and their views together and making them equally important and valued. I've never seen this man so emotionally invested in anything ever, I'm pretty sure. He loved it. I love that he loved it. I love him. Thank you, Barbie. Yeah. There you go. Somebody in, in her uh, comment section replied and said, guys can't be thinking that hard, to be honest. No, 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 no. And that's no. from Chai T. But as, as a man going to see about, like, you have to get, like, you know, what, what it is and, 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 you know, understand the satire behind it, but also the meaning behind the satire and everything else. Because when you watch it, like, in that Barbie world, right, like, Every and then when they go into the real world, like every single male character in that movie, whether they are Barbie world or real world, like every single male character is either like a complete idiot, mm-hmm. a villain, or like like useless. <laughs> 
<laughs> every, every, yeah, every single, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, right. Like that's just the that's the sort of world that they created, right? Yeah. To, to to just emphasize their point. So like you can't be offended by that. Although it's like you're sitting there watching and you're like, there's not one guy. Like there's no one guy, right? Like there's no sort of like, huh? Pretty cool. No, no. Like there's uh. no one guy. Like they're all like the Kens are like. Real Kens. Oh my! Like is they it hard to follow. No, no. But the Kens are. I thought you what, you didn't watch the movie. No. Corey? no. Okay. The Ken, Did you watch it yet, Shem? Not yet. Oh. The, are you going to? Oh hell yeah! Oh, okay. the, the Kens are dumb. Yeah. Right? Like, and when I mean dumb, I mean uh, like they are next level dumb. Really? Oh my god! <laughs> like it's the, it's so and uh, like an Alan is probably the dumbest of all the Kens. Which one's Alan? Uh, oh, is that um? <laughs> is Alan um? It's, uh, what's his uh, name? Uh, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Oh, poor yeah, Michael yeah, Sarah. Yeah, I love yeah, Michael yeah. Sarah. He's so great. Much. Michael Sarah's great. Is he? Yeah. yeah Although Alan little... dolls now are selling like crazy. I know. On eBay. I know. But but yeah. So you have to like you're you're gonna sit there watch the Barbie movie, but you have to understand you know that it's not it's not even for like little kids. It's for it's for moms, right? It's uh-huh. for people who grew who are grown. Who sort of grew up with uh, with Barbie, but they take all the shots and they do all the explan- uh, the explanations and they cover their ass, but they bring up important issues. And but yeah, but when you're watching it, it's like, oh man, these like the dudes in this movie are all. Did you love it? Useless. No, I didn't love it, but uh, but I don't. It was, I don't it, it was enjoyable. Yeah, it was. It was fine. Like I, it was, it was fine. Catherine laughed the whole time we were watching it, and, yeah. and she enjoyed it. And but you know, you don't. Not everything has to have deep meaning for everyone, mm-hmm. right? Oh wow! So I shouldn't read you this other TikTok then. Yeah, go for it's it. It's the Barbie boyfriend test. Yeah. And these are just like, there's no audio. It's just like the text that's on the screen. Yeah. I genuinely, uh, so this person, by the way, her name is Rose. Yeah. I genuinely think taking your boyfriend to Barbie should be your relationship test to decide if he's a good potential long-term partner. How does he react when you tell him you want to go with him? What are his thoughts but it's- on why certain things are happening in the movie? How does he feel about Alan? <laughs> Yes, but it's crazy because I know, like, I've known women in my life where they are like, my daughter will never have Barbie. Because there's people who think that, you know, it's like, she was the first Kardashian, right? Uh Like, such a terrible influence over young women. Like, there's women who just will never allow Barbie into the house. So did Roz pass the Barbie yeah, absolutely. Boyfriend he went to test. I sat front row. Oh, yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah, okay. Plus, 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 yes. plus, plus, plus. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So Simu Liu has responded to the rumors and all the stories that uh, he's the hated Ken. <laughs> so there was a video from when uh, Ryan Gosling and Simu were in Toronto doing the red carpet. And there's a moment where they were posing for pictures where I guess Simu went to put his arm around like Gosling's lower back and then Gosling like moved away. And it's sort of hard to hear, but it sounds like he said, don't hold me there, man. I mean, do you want to touch me like that? And then Simu said, he made a joke out of it. And he said, "Uh, you don't what? Oh, it's too tender. Fair enough. And then there was sort of like a laugh. But the look on Gosling's face was like, bro. Right. Yeah. And then there was, how dare you? And then there was, I guess, another clip of where somebody asked Margot Robbie which one of the Kens was the most like their Ken in real life. 
And she she said Simu because Simu's Ken in the movie is like a total a-hole. Oh, no. But, th- but then at the end, she said, but I love Simu, mm-hmm. right? But everybody cut that cl- part out where she says, but I love Simu. Oh, of so course. So now it's just Damn, the, clip, the, the, the clip that's gone viral uh-huh. is just this. So so Simu, who uh, not a lot of actors are posting on social media right now, uh-huh. um, but Simu posted a picture of himself of him and Ryan at the red carpet in Toronto. And he said, uh, I'd beach off with this Ken Adian again in a heartbeat. He is the best human in every way, especially when he jokes around with us on the carpet and on set, infecting all of us with his Kennergy. So Simu was saying that that was all like an inside joke or like oh. it was just a joke. I don't know if you look, at, really, Ryan, if you look at Ryan's face. really best friends. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he says, now let's get back to the issues that matter, like supporting our striking actors and writers fighting for fair wages. So Simu had to... Uh, come out and say that there was no issue because when you watch the clip, though, it really looks like there's an issue. Yeah, like you really. Yeah, Gosling didn't look like he. Uh, no, you don't uh, touch the Gosling. Uh, there, uh, he didn't. Like, enjoy. It's like, yo, you're yeah, not gonna find them. <laughs> you're not gonna find the ten rings over there. No, right? <laughs> <laughs> Answer yourself, sir. <laughs> I know you're Shang Chi and everything, but yeah, yeah, and fan fans are like divided about this, like whether Gosling was being the a hole or whether Simu was being the a hole because he touched them without asking, and like uh-huh. all this stuff. Like it's people are heated. I don't know. I think if like you're I mean, working I on was a movie, there. Yeah. Did you see this happen though? Yeah, they came out at the same time. They posed before doing all the interviews over at the. But photo you didn't area. notice this moment though. No, but I noticed that they were they were joking around. Like if you watch the whole thing, like they were jokey jokey through the entire photo moment. Yeah. Yeah, but this moment is what we're talking about, though. I know because that, jokes, but I'm just saying I this, don't think that he was legitimately mad. I don't know. He was maybe it wasn't that moment, but he's a professional, though. Like, was he going to be uh, like angry for the rest well, of the like pictures? If you're on the move, I guess that's, that's why it's called acting, right? Yes. Like if they were on set together and like yes. their their camaraderie seemed genuine and. Uh, I don't know. You watch that video again more, and like the look on Gosling's face. Oh, I saw not, the. Oh, I totally. It's not. Yeah. That's not like. And then, then you know, and then you turn it on, right? The pearly whites. Come on, yeah. pose yeah. this way. Look you over know, here. Over like here. Everyone's there. You're there to promote the movie. You yeah. don't want to make it seem like there's any any animosity or anything no. like that. But like, you know, how angry you'd have to be like at the, an individual or just like not like that like, person to in public while promoting a movie, like one of the biggest movies of the year for you to tell but, that person, you don't touch oh, me. This is like when, when everybody said Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That became the story. That became the story of that whole movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Spitgate. Yeah, so I don't know what this is. I don't know what you call Armgate. this. I don't know. Like Kengate? <laughs> maybe. Leave I your guess. house to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Started watching uh that new season of Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. Oh, God, <laughs> Shep, you finished that one, right, Sham? Not finished, but I'm close. Oh. <laughs> no one's talking about yeah. it, though. Is it it's, not good? No, it's good. Oh, my God. Is this is ever- I gave up. No. Uh, too hot to so handle. So did I. Uh, and then we just put it on the other night. Uh, and this is like, for, since those first two seasons, right? Because the, the casts have just been terrible, right? Like, yeah. it's all about the casting. And the cast this season is awesome. Really? Oh, my God. It's what so What makes good. them awesome? What makes them different from... They're what all super. It's been horny. lacking. They're oh. super like like, and I mean more than the more than the others. But they 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 sort of. Um, and there's one guy. Oh my god, this guy. He's so cool. He didn't boo up with anybody. Yeah. Like out of the gate, name is Dre. Yeah, and he's like 
calls himself Detective Dre. So as soon as they found out they weren't too hot to handle, he's like creeping, like trying to catch people. Oh. Right? Like when does this season come out? Uh, oh, it's been out forever, dude. Like it's, it's not a, a new, new one. No, it's yeah. new. It is, yeah. So new. I wonder, right. you yeah. remember when we uh, did the it's, interview it's, with the girl it that- It starts uh, on a boat this season. That narrated, she narrates the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and she had said they filmed, is this like part of the chunk that they filmed where they did like three seasons? Maybe, yeah. All back to back to back yeah. where they had to obviously keep it in, in secret and they had to tell them different yeah. things about what the show was before they yeah. did the big reveal. But you had, so there was like three couples kind of thing where they'd all decided that they were going to sleep in each other. So Too Hot to Handle, if you've never seen Too Hot to Handle, is it's it's like a, a one of those island dating shows, but they go on the show and they all are super horny and they just want to like drink and do stuff, you know, on this reality show. They thought it was on a boat. Um, but then they find out that there's $200,000 up for grabs that they can all split. And the only way to get the money is there's no kissing, no touching, no stuff, yeah. uh, whether solo or partnered up, like hands off abstinence across the board. Do right? they all freak out when they hear the oh. Lana notification go off Bro. and they realize that they're on Too Hot to Handle? They lose their minds. Of course. They lose this is their now, minds. Like this is. Yeah. Or right there, it's a game changer. I wish that was my ringtone. <laughs> it's a game, but no. But you had the, these two couples, right? They they look at each other and like, listen, I don't want to get blamed for losing a whole bunch of money. And so this one guy goes to the other guy and he's like, "What if like we have a partnership, like you know, like alliances, like it's Big Brother or something like this?" Okay, right? And they're like, "What if you, me and my girl, and then you and your girl, like what if we all make out at the same time? And that way it's not just us and it's not just you." And then they go off and they tell the women, and the women are like, "Hell yeah, let's do it!" And so they're all in like one room, like it's ninth grade in somebody's basement, like making. But then out. you still lose money. So what? I don't. They understand. just they didn't want to get blamed solo. Uh-huh. Right, they, you needed, yeah. As a group, they you started. Get they started it an alliance. Better, I guess. Yes. So you get voted out, man. Yes. When's the last time you made out in the same room where somebody else is making out? <laughs> overnight camp. But, but so when was that? When you like, were nine. Who were you making out with at overnight camp? Nah, when you, you were nine. Yeah, I think you're lying. You're lying. No, it's when all the guys were teaching each other how to kiss. Okay, don't count, hold man. on, it then. on the lips, lips to lips. Yeah, we, we were teaching each other hold with tongues. No, no tongue. Wait a second. You were kissing a boy. Ryan, I don't believe you. And and, 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 and Solomon, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, no. And two other, and two other boys were kissing in the same room. They were on the upper bunk, kissing. Yeah, they was yeah? like they teach each other how to do it. So when you walk the girl back to her cabin, right, you could be a stud. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You make it sound wait, wait, so wait. normal, Maury. <laughs> right? Like, like you went to like kiss the, camp. Were you, camp were you expecting to say that story for all of us to be like, oh? Wait a second. Wait a second. You went to an all boys kiss camp to learn how to kiss girls, but like you learn on boys. Yeah. Well, it's we. Where else are you gonna learn? <laughs> you also, again, you say that like it's so normal. Like we all just get it, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, more. Like you, you went to camp, and there just happened to be like other gay kids there. I mean, maybe. I mean, what do you mean, maybe? <laughs> right? Camp Northland was wild. Okay, so so you were kissing in the same room as two other people kissing. So how old were you then? Me? Yes. To answer the question. Oh, like twelve. Twelve. Okay. So hey, is this Ryan? I'm looking on Facebook at all the Ryans or just mentioned. I'm glad you mentioned first and last name. Yes. Is that him? Because I'm about to text him. No. That's not him. Oh, oh, oh Maury, wow. I'm disgusted that you chose the wrong Ryan. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? 
Uh, Chef, when's the last time you made out in a room where other people have been making out the, the same time? And I don't mean a club where there's a lot of other people there, but I mean like... University. University? Yeah. I thought you were going to say church. Hey. Church? <laughs> church. <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Mocha, what about you? No, over to you, Roz. Uh, Like, when was the last time? Uh, At your wedding? Uh, What do you mean at my wedding? Who was making out in the same room with me at my wedding? No, I don't know. I'm asking you. No. (laughs) Um, I was probably... Oh, um, like... um, Like, in the early 2000s, I guess. Wow. Oh, yeah. What er- happened? Early. Um, what do you mean, what happened? <laughs> we I was on the bottom to, bunk. To, <laughs> <laughs> they, they were on the top bunk. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, there's a new horror movie coming out on August 30th about a killer sloth. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. A slow death. It's called uh, Slother House. Oh, that's... Yeah, you're alone on that one more. The tagline for it is, don't rush, die slow. (laughs) And here's the the poster, Roz. There's no trailer for it yet. I don't believe that's true. And that is the movie poster of just a sloth claw with its long nails, like Uh long claws, with blood dripping. (laughs) Dripping with blood. I don't believe that's a real thing at all. Why can't it be real? It's funny. No, I don't think there's anybody heartless enough. Maybe the guys who do that Winnie the Pooh horror movie aren't doing it. Can I read you the synopsis? Yes, please. Slother House tells the story of college senior Emily Young, who aims to be voted president of her sorority. When she adopts an adorable sloth, she realizes the animal can serve as the house's new pet mascot and help her win votes, mm-hmm. dubbing the animal Alpha. The uh, the new pet is a beloved addition to the sorority house until a series of deaths point toward the, <laughs> toward the sloth <laughs> as the prime murder suspect. The film becomes a survival story of sisters versus sloth as the girls wonder if they can make it out of Sigma Lambda Theta alive. <laughs> Okay. I am down. I'm in. Slother house. Come on. Yep. Shem, let's go see this. It's done. You and me. Done. Come on. I'm in. It's probably going to be funny as hell, though. Is yeah. it a comedy? It's one of those yeah. horror comedies, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Like, of course. it could happen. Like, if you trip and fall and your leg gets caught in a branch or something. Then what? That a the, sloth is going to creep up on you? Yeah, or you're you're sleeping and the sloth you know, crawls up from the end of but the like, bed. But, like, how do you even shoot that in a horror movie? You know, like, like... A puppet. No, I I don't mean like like (laughs) logistically shoot it. I mean in horror movies, it's all about the jump scare, Mm -hmm. right? It's all about like you're running from something and the thing is chasing you, or it bursts out of a closet, or reaches around a door, or whatever. Like the like the sloth hand, like. (laughs) So this will be a long movie, like like one death maybe, (laughs) right? If that, yes. No, many scratch. Many people are tripping and falling. No, I so don't. if you're interested, uh, Slother House, if about you're a interested, killer sloth is in theaters on uh, on August 30th. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Mm, mm, um, mm, I saw. Mm. Uh, 
I was reading this story about Bumble and how they dropped a new app, which is more of a, an extension of a feature they had enabled on their current app. And it's not to meet a romantic partner. Mm-hmm. It's not for dating. This one is strictly for meeting and making new friends. Oh, please. That's, that's an excuse so people in relationships can have Bumble on their phone. You know what it's called? What? Bumble for friends. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it should be on Grinder. <laughs> Here's what the company says. With more people working remotely, moving to new cities and seeking community following a few years of peak loneliness, demand for new and genuine friendships is higher than ever. So after you download the app, you create a profile showing off your interests explaining what kind of people you're looking to meet. Mm -hmm. And then, much like with the regular app, you swipe on other profiles who you want to make a connection, a friendship with, or not. And if both people swipe right, then a match is made, and you can start chatting. So this is open for both men and women, whereas before, like on Bumble, it's the woman has to make the move. Has to make the first contact, right? Right. Now, I still don't think that you're going to find a lot of guys swiping right on guys because they want to be friends. Why not? I don't think it's like I'm looking happen. for I, a golfing buddy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I'm looking know. Looking for a pal to play basketball. I, with. I think that people just are just town. so used to that format and and those apps that it's just you you you're just searching for women unless you're on grinder but you know what i mean right like and the idea of like scrolling through guys you know and then reading like oh what do you what is he into yeah. like, i'm very what, suspect yeah, of this app yeah as well. because because i just think that it's a it's just another way for people to hook up but maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's it, it just slows the process a bit because from what i understand like bumble and tinder and all those things they're they're not for relationships like they're hookup apps it's sure. like you know i'm you know I'm, you know, down if you know, right? Like, yeah. hey, DTF. Yeah, DTF. Like, yeah. let's just, you know, do it. And then that's the end of it. Like, mm-hmm. there's no sort of long term, there's no relationship building. So maybe this just sort of slows the hookup a little bit. Maybe. Where you might be a little bit more inclined to get to know somebody, I guess. I don't know, Shem. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be looking for a certain kind of friendship, if you know what I'm saying, right? Like, certain kind of friends with benefits, essentially, is what I think, sure. is, what I think is going to be mostly for. And to be yeah. fair, I think... I think Tinder and Mumble for sure are hookup apps. I yeah. think Hinge, being another app, is probably leans more on the relationship. Isn't that the things. thing that Zuckerberg just started? No, that's Threads. Oh, Threads. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Which is a hookup app just based on what people are wearing, yeah. right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Professional toe wrestling is a thing. There's a champion in the sport, and we have so many questions. So let's just get right into it. Hey, Ben, are you there? I am indeed. Ah, Ben Woodruff, a.k.a. Total Destruction. Welcome to the <laughs> Rosa Mocha Show. How are you, man? I am not bad, mate. Not bad. How are you guys? So the vicious world of toe wrestling, huh? Oh, yes. Okay, so to explain this to people before we get into how you rose to the top of this mountain... Um, toe wrestling, right, is that you sit on your butt across from somebody else sitting on your butt, and then you extend your legs, and then you interlock just your big toes, and then the match runs kind of just like an arm wrestling match after that point, right? 
I couldn't have said it any better myself. It's okay, exactly so like so your so yeah. your toes are locked. So your toe goes in between another man's toes, yeah. right? And then his oh, toe goes yeah. in between your toes. And then you just Absolutely. like w- wiggle back and forth, I guess, right? You push or push back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's sort of a bit of pushing, a bit of wiggling, a bit of jiggling, and all that sort of good stuff. So yeah. Uh, ben, how old are you? I'm 34. And how long ago did you get into toe wrestling? So it was officially, um, I've been playing for the past 10 years, but I started when I was 14. Um, <clears throat> and that was in the, like the junior competition. But there's been breaks here and there because of injury and that lovely thing called COVID and all that sort of good stuff. So, but uh, on and off for the past 10 years. What, wow. ma- what makes you a champion? Like, what do you have that the others don't? Uh, mentality. So um, I've got a winning mentality. I, uh, if I'm going to do something, I do it because I want to win. Um, and I think that's that should be any sports person's mentality. If they're going to participate, they should go out. Every team that goes out to play soccer or football or whatever you want to say, is they should go out there to win. And it's the same with me. And how does one train for a toe wrestling match? Um, there's a few things you can do. Um, I know Alan Nasty Nash, he used to use something called the toe stretcher. Um, <laughs> and he also, uh, he also used to shave his butt hair. Um, to give him more purchase on the ground. What? Um, so hey, wait a second. He, yeah. would sh- he would shave yeah. his butt cheeks? Yeah, yeah. So apparently, I don't know if this is scientifically proven or not, but yeah. it would apparently give him more purchase and less friction on the floor. So that like basically like Velcro. Um, but uh, I don't know if that's hey, uh, if that's really uh, true or not. But that's what he says. Do you shave? Um, do you shave your toes? You know how like swimmers shave all the hair because uh, the, the resistance. No. You don't shave your toes. No. 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 Just, just had the nails removed. That's it. Excuse me? What? I had both tail, toenails removed. Your big toe? You have no toenail? No, no. no like you removed them yourself or you like went to a doctor? No, no I went to a doctor. So um, cut a long story short, basically, um, I said, look, this is my, this is my sport and um, this is what's hindering me. So basically the, the nail itself was digging into the cushion of my toe when I was toe wrestling, yeah. causing me a lot of grief. Yeah. So uh, I said, look, this is a problem. So they said, right, let's whip them off. So they did. Oh, my God. So do other people in your toe wrestling league have toenails or or have they removed theirs yeah. as well? Guys, they're not as dedicated as me. I was oh, so they've still got this. Wow. If, if, if I sat down with a shaved ass to toe wrestle some guy and he came in and I, and, and he told me, like, you found out that he had ripped his toenails out to be yeah. a better competitor, I would get up and leave. Yeah. Now, how many championships <laughs> have you won? How many matches have you won? Uh only the one. So oh, okay. Okay. last year, um, okay. 2022, um, I am defending it on the 19th of August. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty confident, I'll be honest with you. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping, look, Alan's the most decorated sports person in British history. He won 17 world titles. My aim is to get 18. So, Wow. And wow. Uh, how much does a toe wrestler make? Is there a salary for that? Zero pounds, zero pence. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you do it. You do it for the glory, huh? Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like I'm like an Olympian, guys. Okay. You True. know they don't get paid. You're so right. It's just the same. When You're you right. when you come out to uh, to toe wrestle, like, are you walking out from like a backstage area, or are the yeah. athletes kind of there? Okay, so you walk out. Do you have a theme song? Yeah. Um, I do actually. Oh, um, nice. But there's a um, a band from the UK called Bad Manners. And um, they did a song called Lip Up Fatty. And I'm a bit of a big lad, so I thought it was quite fitting. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are uh, a fascinating, fascinating individual. Um, uh, what is your... Hold on. Oh, no, sorry. Oh. This is Lip Up Fatty by Bad Manners. 
Amazing. It's not much of a threatening the song, guy, though, sir. Well, the, the lead singer's name is funny enough, it's called Buster Blood Vessel. Oh, <laughs> Buster Blood Vessel. If I shave my head, I look, just look like him or Uncle Fester. So it's one of those. <laughs> uh, you are fantastic. Congratulations on all your success and uh, uh, all the best to you going off to try and break all these records in the world of toe wrestling. Still, our jaws are on the floor after we found out that you ripped both your big toenails <laughs> out to be a better competitor. That is dedication. Also, you do it for zero dollars. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Just the love of the game. Ben Woodruff, thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show today. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.